We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, what a privilege and a loving God that we serve. That this morning we are privileged once again to come to you in the comfort of your homes. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we thank you for a time like this. Father, evidently, you have taken over this work. And we ask, O Lord, that you help us cooperate with you. You are a good God. You are a merciful Father. Above all, this morning and this afternoon, grant us understanding. May we understand you and Jesus Christ, your only begotten son, whom you sent. You are a good God. You are a merciful father. And as I stand, Father, may I no lack any good thing. It's because of your elect, your children. That is why we are here. And I pray in the name of Jesus that all utterance be given unto me. All anointing be given. May my ear hear as is God to hear. May my mouth speak as your oracle. Take absolute control of this service. May only your will and your will be done. And I pray, O oh Lord, for your children, your hearers this morning and this afternoon for understanding and clarity of speech. May your word come true, not only as a logos, but as a rhema. The faith will be the outcome of today's message. You are a good God. You are a merciful Father. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Saints, we are blessed. This morning I'm here for a short time. I just want us to look at two scriptures critically. And I believe we will be blessed. The first is John chapter 3. John chapter 3. There's a portion here that I want us to look at and also to continue with what Pastor Darlene has been taking us through. The season is strictly Jesus. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul says that when I came to you, I didn't want to know anything about you, but Jesus and him crucified. And that is exactly the season in which we are living in. Jesus and nothing else. All focus should be on Jesus. Amen. But this morning, I just want you to know our God that we serve as a deliverer through Jesus Christ. Through the ministry of Jesus Christ. You know, God does a lot of things. God is a healer. God gives us financial breakthroughs. God causes us to grow even the very hair on our head. The Bible tells us that we cannot do anything about it, but it's actually the work of God. So many things God does. He passed the sea. But I want you to know God as a deliverer. He will make sure you don't perish. And I'm going to explain to you, I'm going to come very low, that everyone will believe this truth. Because you will find out that in the ministry of Jesus, people receive their breakthrough according to their faith. 
your breakthrough is dependent on your faith. Now, faith for a particular breakthrough, it comes by hearing. That is why I have put these two verses of scriptures, portions of scriptures together to build your faith that God will make sure that in this season that people are perishing, you will not perish in the name of Jesus. I say you will not perish in the name of Jesus because of Jesus Christ. And I read the first portion. Then we'll talk a little about it. Then we'll read the second. He says, for God so loved the world. I mean, how would you begin a sentence with a conjunction? That means that we have to find out the preceding verses, isn't it? But the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his holy begotten son. Why? That whosoever believes in him should not perish. Perish? Whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That means that Jesus Christ is the means in which none of us will perish. None of us will be destroyed. We could go a bit deeper into the word of God and study exactly what this word perish means. And I'm going to read it out to you. It appears... 97 times in the New Testament in 82 verses, meaning that there are about five or four verses that it appears twice. But let me just read this to your hearing. The word perish, apolomia, which means to destroy, to put out of the way, to render useless, to kill, to declare one to declare that one must be put to death. Then it goes on to devote or to give over to eternal misery in hell. Then to perish, to be lost. Are you there with me? And to, lo- to lose. This is what the Greek word apollomia means. Amen. Now, looking at this verse of scripture again, it says that God gave Jesus Christ so that none of us will perish. So the ministry of Jesus Christ is to delivering, is delivering us from perishing. Amen. Now, I want us to go a bit back perishing. Verse 17 says that again, verse 17 starts with the word for. For God sent not his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That means that Jesus is a means, Jesus is not there to condemn us that you are this, you have done wrong, you are dead. No. Jesus is there that he's a means in which through him we will be delivered from perishing. Now I go back to verse 14. The Bible tells us as our sister read, Earlier on from Numbers chapter 21, it has been repeated here. It says, as Moses lifted up a serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. Now, in Numbers chapter 21, the Bible says they murmured and their protection was lifted. Versions, the true version of the Bible says, no, it's not God that sent the serpent to come and bite us. But because of the memory, it lifted the protection around them. The Bible says when you break the hedge, the serpent, there are certain things 
that it isn't God who brought this Cornelius virus, that people are perishing out of it. But sometimes, Eunice, why are you laughing? <laughs> Corona, coronavirus, I see. Thank you. And you're all laughing in the studio. Glory be to God. Now, sometimes our deeds elicit the protection around us. Our lack of faith lifts the protection around us. This is why I'm coming up with this subject. That believe God that you'll be exempted because Jesus Christ exempts you. Is somebody hearing me? Now, this has been repeated in John chapter 14, telling us that this is exactly what Jesus will do. And our attention should be on Jesus. The condition then, as our sister read, was that Moses was to put up a serpent and people's attention or people's faith should be on the serpent on the pole. And so long as your attention or your faith is on the serpent on the pole, you will survive. And that is exactly what is happening. Our attention this time should only be on Jesus. Only be, Pastor, what are you talking about? How can Jesus become practical? The Bible tells us in John chapter 1 that God himself, what he has given us is his word. And God is the word. And the Bible tells us in verse 14 that, and the word became flesh. The word was converted into flesh. So as you pay attention to the word, your daily Bible reading, starting from there, constant, all your attention, everything, your thoughts, everything about your, the word, you are on the way. Or something good is happening to you. That is practically, what practically it means is that your attention is on Jesus. And these things will be far from you. God will make sure that it will not come nigh your dwelling place. Is somebody hearing me? Verse 15 says that whosoever believes in him should not perish. So this is the first time that perish has been mentioned in this portion of scripture. Then it goes on in verse 16 again that Jesus is our means in which we will not perish. Because in those days, when the fairy serpent came into the camp, they were being destroyed. They were perishing. And let me just say this. The enemy or Satan has not changed his status. Jesus has given us an insight in John chapter 10 that he comes to still kill and destroy. Now, somebody will say, how is Satan like? Satan is a spirit. So long as God is also a spirit, and we, when we open up to God, we manifest the fruit of the spirit, which is recorded in Galatians. So human beings can also manifest Satan, manifest killing, stealing, and destroying, allowing Satan to have a few day in our life. Now, we are living in a season that every day, there are statistics of people that have perished. Now, how can we exempt ourselves? Today, I've come with the good news that through Jesus Christ, God, knowing these things beforehand, has given us Jesus Christ as the means in which He says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish. Whosoever believes in Him. So it's up to us to believe. And let me just say this. Believing is a personal thing. 
Believing is a person. Somebody will say that, oh, is God powerful? Somebody says that, is God? It is up to you. The Bible talks about one of my favorite scriptures in Luke chapter 8. There's so many people. Jairus came to Jesus and he said, please come to my home. My daughter is sick and very near death. Come and pray and lay hands or come into my home. And Jesus says, I will come. And the Bible says that when Jesus started going to Jairus' house, a lot of people were following and robbing themselves, pushing the crowd, pushing themselves against Jesus and that and that. Pastor, how do you know? Because a woman came from nowhere and she had a specific faith. And a specific faith is that when I touch the heel of her garment, I will be healed. And when Jesus felt that the healing virtue has gone out of him, Peter made a statement that why are you saying who touched me? Because a lot of people are pushing themselves against. Meaning that pushing yourself against Jesus or being in Jesus' presence doesn't mean anything. But your specific faith. So today I want you to get a specific faith for the season. That Jesus is there that you will not perish. And believe God that none of these things will come now your dwelling place. Is it only you? No. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 10 that the man believed. And the Bible says that you and your household, you, it's you and your household. So work on your faith. Verse 15 says, whosoever believes in him, whosoever believes in him, whosoever believes in him, meaning that divert all your faith on Jesus Christ because that is the means in which God has set things. And the faith is coming to you as I'm preaching to you. So we are serving a good God. Nobody can say, I don't have faith. As you are hearing me, faith is coming to you. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And as you are hearing me, and as you are hearing me, and the more you hear preaching, and the more you hear the word of God, the more faith comes to you. Glory be to God. What a good God. What a merciful God. We are serving. Amen. Now, I just want you to know that this perishing thing, is not only to do with diseases, but God, he delivers us from perishing. As we read on, one of the popular, one of the main words in which perishing is used in the Bible is destroy or lose. The Bible tells us, in, in fact, let me give you a classic example. The Bible tells us that in the time of Jesus, Herod wanted to destroy, and the word Apollonia is used. And an angel came and instructed Joseph that take him away from here and take him to Egypt for Herod. The Herod then wanted to destroy. Are you there with me? So even in that scenario, when Jesus was a baby, you could tell, you could see perishing in there, and the mean and the things that God put in place to deliver. And our God has not changed. God put certain things in place to deliver his children, to deliver those that believe in Jesus Christ, to deliver those who are his family. And pastor, how do you know whether I'm in? One may ask, how do you know whether I'm in the family of God? How do you know whether God accepts me? You know, there was a time in Luke chapter 9 that Jesus was preaching. One lady was so moved that he said, blessed is the mother that gave birth to you and the mother that brought you up. And Jesus said, no. Rather, blessed are those who hear the word of God and do it. The same portion of scripture is recorded in Matthew 
And in Matthew, the Bible says Jesus was preaching powerfully somewhere. And his mother and his brethren were trying to press through the crowd, the crowd to come through to front, front seat, to come on front line, to come and hear Jesus. And somebody said to Jesus that Jesus, your mother and your brethren are standing afar up seeking. If you stop the preaching and you make an announcement, they'll make a part in there. They'll open up the crowd and they can come through. Jesus said, who is my mother? He defines the family of God. He said, the family of God is made up of those who hear the word of God. So that is why I'm saying that if we talk about Jesus, we talk about Jesus, we talk about Jesus, we are practically talking about you and your relationship with the word. Whether you hear it as Rhema or whether you read it as Logos, you and your relationship as all that we know of God. It is where that he has given us. Out of it, we pick words to sing. Out of it, we pick words to pray. Out of it, we pick words to meditate. But today, I want you to have this in mind, that we are serving a good God who will make sure that in this season, you and your loved ones will not perish in the name of Jesus. Come with me to look. Chapter 13, Luke chapter 13, interestingly, the Bible says, some people came to Jesus in his day, and they said to Jesus that this is what has happened to some people. Unfortunate situation. And Jesus gave them an answer in verse 3 and verse 5, which we are going to study. As we close, I believe somebody is being blessed. He says, you know, my aim is to build your faith. That there is a God in heaven who will see you through this season. I say there is a God in heaven who will see you through this season. And God needs your faith. If it's any other thing like healing, I can put verses of scriptures together about healing. And as you meditate and act accordingly, God will also work. But today I have come to tell you that God has put something together for our separation. God has put something together to deliver us from being perishing or being destroyed. Is somebody hearing me? So rejoice that you have Jesus and you know Jesus. But rather, sing praises in Jesus' mighty name. It says, there were present, I read from verse 1, at that season, some that told him, of the Galileans whose blood Pilate mingled with their sacrifice. Okay, let me just say this. Pilate was an evil man. And what he did was that he wanted to make sacrifice to his evil, devilish, demonic, and he needed blood. And unfortunately, he threw his net and he trapped certain people from Galilee. 
they had family, just as it's happening now. Are you there? Somebody once says, oh, they are mentioning all these people that have perished. But I don't know none of them. Do you know any of them? But I want you to know that they have families. Unfortunately, when Pilate did this, they told Jesus that Pilate is wicked. He has killed people, drawn their blood, and made sacrifice with it, mingled it in their sacrifice. What answer did Jesus give them? And out of the answer is a solution for our day today. Are you there with me? He says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Suppose that, suppose he that these Galileans were sinners above all Galileans because they suffered such thing. I tell you, nay, but except he repent. Are you seeing it? He says that I want you to know that no, 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 no. The answer or the remedy to you finding yourself at the wrong place at the wrong time where you will perish is to repent. Are you there with me? He shall all likewise perish. Are you there with me? So he's saying that don't think that these people are sinners and you are better. But the only thing that will cause us to escape is to repent. Now let's go and study. Are you there with me? Is it their sins that open that door? Or God has a way of those who have repented. He takes them out of trouble. He will make sure that you don't even find yourself where trouble is. Are you there with me? We will come back to the repenting. But he told them two unfortunate incidents. The next incident was that all the 18 upon whom the tower of Ceylon fell. Are you there? And slew them. Think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwell in Jerusalem. Okay, now, the tower of Siloam was faulty. And unfortunately, a day when some people were under, the tower collapsed. And Jesus says that, are you there with me? It is just unfortunate that this happened. But one of the things that I want you to tell you is that the difference between somebody that suffers such fate and the other who escape is repentance. Is somebody understanding? So meaning that, let's go and see what does Jesus mean by repent. Because sometimes reading these portions, <coughs> we are a bit restricted until we go deeper into Jesus exactly what you mean. Are you there with me? He goes on to say, are you there? The word repent here is the word meta noyo, which means to change one's mind. Number two, to change one's mind for the better. Comma, 
hardly to amend with abhorrence of past sins. Are you there? So the number one thing is to change your mind about Jesus Christ. Is to change your mind about God. Are you there with me? Is to change your mind about the ministry of Jesus Christ, the deliverance of Jesus Christ. Is you are, we have to, that is what makes a difference between those that perish and those that God delivers. Are you there with me? You will see that the common, Jesus' answer says, out of the two unfortunate situations, one was that they were caught and forcefully killed and they drained their blood and Pilate used their blood, demonic. Oh, oh, I, I hope my child wasn't there. I hope my auntie wasn't there. I hope my cousin wasn't at that unfortunate situation. Sometimes we hear of certain accidents and that and that and that. And in Jesus' time, the same thing happened. And Jesus is now giving us that, listen, the only thing that exempts us from such faith is to change our mind. Change our mind towards what? Change our mind towards God. Change our mind towards sin. But normally when we talk about repentance, the first things that people put together is, oh, sin, sin, sin. But the first thing is to change your mind. The anointing, any other sin, the presence of God, it, is all, it all starts with your mind. If you know God is with you, it starts with your mind. And you find out that the more you feel yourself in your mind that God is with you, the more God manifests. The more you act in faith. But if you feel yourself that God, where is this God? Where is this God? I've been a Christian for a while. Where is this God? So sometimes some people have sat in church, sat in church, sat in church, but they have not renewed their mind. And the ministry of Jesus or the whole thing about salvation and Christendom, we are not really comprehending. But when John the Baptist started preaching, he started by saying repent. When Jesus also started preaching, he started by saying repent. So until we change our mind, there are certain things that are going to be far away from us. Today, I want you to change your mind that God is with you and you make sure that he will orchestrate your steps that you will not find yourself where you are requiring blood. He will make sure that you will not find yourself where the tower is faulty. He will orchestrate your ways and your family's ways in such a way that you will not perish in the name of Jesus. And live with that confidence because it's a personal thing. It's a personal thing. Don't sit at home thinking, yes, the pastor and the pastors and the elders have a way of using their faith, but up to a limit, how you permit, how you permit them. Is somebody hearing me? But majority of the things is according to your faith. According to your faith. According to your faith. Do not have the mind, you know. Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, in Romans chapter 12, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And he says that, be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed. Conformed to what is happening, but renew your mind. Instead of we, Finding out and these WhatsApp messages going on. This person has died. 20 people has died. 300 people have died. Let's look into the word. What is ours? And let's believe that as I step out, as I, as I step out, I'm a different person. As I step out. And these are the things that God manifests. These are the things that increase testimonies in our, 
missed. Paul says, when I came to you, I didn't want to know anything. Is your auntie sick? Is your brother sick? How's your mother? How's work? All that he wanted to know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. He has understood something about God has given us a breakthrough through Jesus Christ. So you understand, if the verse of scripture says, for God's love was demonstrated through Jesus Christ. And the reason why is that those who believe will not perish. You know, we every time talk about God, we talk about God, we talk about God. The manifestations of God and the things that God can do is dependent on our faith. Pastor, why are you saying this? Paul says that I am not ashamed of the gospel. This is Romans chapter 1, verse 16. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God. But the power of God only manifests to those who believe. The power of God only manifests to those who believe. They was talking about John G. Lake in his day, that there was a plague that came. And they said, how come you are going around? They play, praying for people without masks, without gloves and anything. He said, I believe so much that when the virus touches me, it will die. It wouldn't, I, that was his faith. That was his faith and it was happening. So Jesus Christ is there by your faith. Your faith in Jesus Christ will make sure that you will not perish. So work on your faith. And it comes by hearing. It comes by hearing. Is somebody hearing me? I have told you about this unfortunate situation. And Jesus says that, listen, a change of mind. A change of mind what? A change of mind towards God. That God is with me. And God will whisper to me, don't go in that bus. Don't touch that handle. Don't go that way. Don't go to the shop that time. You orchestrate our steps. That is the God that we are serving. And as you step out this week, know and have that in you that there is a God in heaven. And this God in heaven, orchestrate your steps that you will not find yourself where people are perishing, where they are drawing blood, where Satan needs blood, where uh, buildings are about to collapse. Even Jesus in his time, angels spoke to physical men that were grown, like Joseph, that take this baby and go and hide him in Egypt because somebody wants to destroy his life. Is somebody hearing me? There is a popular verse of scripture that says, that, listen, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, when we come to God, it is mandatory. It is mandatory that God exists. It's a must that God exists. And God rewards. And he rewards those who diligently seek him. And pastor, you ask, please, it's a time to increase our Bible reading, our daily. Our sister took us through three weeks of living for Jesus. And this is the time that Jesus should be heard and Jesus should be practical. I believe that in this 30 or so minutes, I brought you practical, practical way about how to receive this ministry of Jesus Christ. Now, in closing, we read to verse 5, isn't it? Okay. Okay, let's read verse 4 again. The Bible says, Or those 18 upon whom the tower of Siloam fell and slew, think ye that they were sinners, you know, the people thought, oh, these people, they've done evil. How come, how can they find themselves under a tower which is 40, which was about to break that very day that they were there? And Jesus said, no, 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 no. The only thing that causes us to be exempted, verse 5, is I tell you, nay, that is no, 
except ye repent. Except ye repent. And ye repent means to change your mind. Change your mind towards God. Change your mind to renew your mind in the way. Change your mind towards God. Change your mind towards God. Then concerning past sins, past ways that do not please God, from your heart, change and do not do it again. That is the second thing. Are you there with me? Now, in order to explain how these things work, in verse 6, he says, He spake unto them a parable that a certain man had a fig tree. Are you there? In his vineyard, and he came to sort fruit thereon. So, Pastor, why would Jesus say this right after, you know, you know, when Jesus, in his day, people come to him, Jesus, do you know what? Pilate, do you know Pilate is looking for you to kill you? Do you know the Herod is looking for you to kill you? So go and tell that fox. Are you there? So in every leader, are you there with me? Around every leader, people come to tell current affairs and things that are happening. Are you there with me? Then he gave them this answer. That even you people that are around me, you can also perish. Peter, you go, James, you can also perish. You can also suffer this fate. Unless the solution is that change your mind towards God. That God is with you. God's presence is with you. And God will make sure that none of these things happen to you. That is when you will see. Because these are the fruits that God is looking for. Should I say it again? God is looking for fruits that we believe in. You know, if you look at your Bible, the Bible says when John the Baptist, this is Luke chapter 3, verse 8. The Bible says that when John the Baptist was baptizing, people came, so many people came. And when he saw the Pharisees come to him, he says, oh, generation of vipers who have told you to escape the wrath to come. Then he says that do not say that we have Abraham as a father. Then he said to them, except you bring fruit worthy of repentance. Are you there with me? Meaning that if you have really changed, you know, the Pharisees have very bitter mouth. Are you vipers? If they say you have a, a mouth of a viper, that means poison comes out of you. You speak bad about people. You speak bad about situations. You speak bad. I mean, sometimes the words that comes out of you are even bitter than the poison of a viper. And he says, that, listen, if you are truly coming to be baptized, then don't say that I have repented, but show that you have repented. Are you there with me? You know, this God that we are serving, the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel chapter 1, that he weighs, verse 2, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2, that he weighs actions. He weighs action. So that is why after Jesus has spoken to them about these two unfortunate situations, people that were caught and their blood drawn, and the Tower of Ceylon falling on people, was telling them, after that, you see, you cannot just be in my ministry, cannot just be following me. I've, I'm pointing you to God, and they sh you should show signs that your mind has changed. Pastor, what do you mean? If your mind has been made up that God is with me, wow, how are you going to step into the coming week? Is somebody understanding me? Feel yourself that God is with you and none of these virus are coming near your dwelling place. So what business is going on as usual because God is with you. And the news about that is that you cannot just say, oh, I believe, but you have to show 
So brethren, that fruit is required. Heaven has to see it, that you believe. You've changed your mind. That your mind has changed. Heaven has to see it in the name of Jesus. Let me pray for you this afternoon. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up your elites, your saints, those hearing everywhere before you. Father, this is a message that you laid on my heart about two weeks ago that we should believe you and none of us These things that are happening. These things that are happening in our world today. None of it will come near our dwelling place, we and our loved ones. But Father, we pray for the grace to bear the fruit that is acceptable in heaven. To bear the fruit. To bear the fruit that heaven will mark us worthy. In the name of Jesus. We cannot say increase our faith, for we know faith has come through this. But we want you to help us to be fruitful, especially in the areas in which we have renewed our mind. Renewed our mind towards you being a deliverer. Renewed our mind towards finances. Renewed our mind knowing that you are a healer. Long before Jesus, you have always manifested your healing. even. In the pool of Bethesda, angels came to stare. And the first person that steps in it heals. But Jesus came onto onto the scene and healed. Meaning that in you are a healer. And today, without that, we have seen from the scripture that you are there to deliver us. Giving examples of the fairy serpent that came into the camp. So is the world in which we are living now. Destruction everywhere, fear everywhere. But from this afternoon, we have learned that we are exempted. You make a difference. You distinguish. You have separated us. And Father, we thank you. We are going to walk boldly after hearing this message and hearing it over and over, knowing that we are special people through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the means in which you have given us. Is the way in which you have given us. You have set your law and we accept it. Father, we pray for a good week. We pray for a blessed week. We pray for more breakthroughs and more divine ideas, more insights. We thank you for what you are doing in our lives. We thank you for what you have done so far. But Father, even in this season, let your wisdom Let your wisdom, may our eyes see as you see. May we see breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. For your ways are very different. Your ways are very different. So may we see opportunities that through us we will help this world. You are a good God. You are a merciful Father. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God.
God bless you. Until next time.